Superkicks.com offers cool streetwear and apparel at great prices. Shipping worldwide, thanks to the guys at Superkicks, you can get 10% off your order by using the code SWN at the checkout. That's Superkicks.com, pro wrestling apparel. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. Uh, I am your host, Billy. It's a it's a full house tonight. I've got four people uh, involved in what could be the strangest episode of the SWN podcast. As I am joined by three trainees from Joe Hendry's Edinburgh Wrestling School Academy. Um, it's called Both Things Website, so it could be there. Um, we're joined by Major Matt Wolf, who is to the right of me or left on this video. I've got Fletch Casty. In the diagonal, and I've got Mr. Manaville down below me. So, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. So, we kind of set this up um, really in the, in the aftermath of our uh, Twitter tournament, which you guys were, I think you guys were the, were at least, f- well, three of the final four. You're definitely mm. all yeah. round by the last yeah. lot. Mm. Um, and then Fletch contacted me when I was doing a uh, call out for episodes and here we are, we're going to do do everyone in a, in a way. And so just to let everyone know that's listening and watching to this now, we'll do individual episodes with each. Uh, so we'll get their full story or, or uh, a little bit more to, about them because Zoom has a 40 minute limit. So we're our 40 minute limit and it could go all wrong from there. So we're going to do the Facebook questions I'm going to, we've got a quiz coming up, which I'm so excited about because I worked really hard on it. Uh, even got, even I tried to get uh, uh, the person who's the subject of to, to send in something, but unfortunately he's, he's far too busy, uh, which is understandable because he is like the busiest man in wrestling at the moment, even with a lockdown and pandemic. Uh, and we'll have a big finish. Let's see how we go. Um I should let you guys introduce yourself. That would make sense. So again, we'll, we'll start for for every order. I'm just gonna just go Matt Fletch, Mr. Manaville. Um, I can't remember if I even introduced you yet. So we'll just start from there and then go around. So who's joining uh, us today? I'm Major, I'm Major Matt Wolf. Fletch, what an intro! <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> too good, too good. <laughs> I've done that, by the way. That's that. I can't top that. <laughs> I can't top that. I'm sorry. Uh, I am Big Red Fletch Cassidy, <laughs> the youngest of the three of the students of Joe Henry in this call. And finally, and I'm uh, Mr. Manaville, and I believe I will be the latest addition to the managerial side of Scottish wrestling. And, and the man who has possibly the creepiest promos in Scottish wrestling right now. Although that that, that is saying something when, when uh, I've, I've seen uh, Fletch's as well. They're, they're a little uh, scary. Odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so went to Facebook, I put out the, the call for questions and they came in, there's loads, there's absolutely loads. So we'll just start from the top and work our way down from my list I have here. Uh, some are about wrestling, some definitely art about wrestling. Uh, some are just terrifying thoughts of the mind. So 
Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll start right from the top with Daniel Cherry. He, he sent in uh, three. Uh, we've got, hey people, how much do social... Daniel Cherry has, has kind of screwed the pooch here with the grammar. Uh, hey people, how much do social media affects new up and coming wrestlers? How much does, does social media affect um, the, the up and coming wrestlers nowadays? Now you guys have obviously not been able to wrestle, so social media is your way of, of uh, yeah. getting your characters across. So um, like I said, we'll, we'll start with the round table. Matt, how have you found uh, social media uh, has helped you uh, get your character across and get your name out there. As you said, so far, like with no actual shows for us to have uh, had that full debut, it's uh, it's been good to sort of slowly build our own uh, little world within the world of Scottish wrestling. Um, and you know, social media has been been key um, to just getting getting the names out there, taking risks with promos, stuff like that. Is it Fletch ended that? Um, yeah, just um. I mean, like uh, Matt said, just with with everything that's happened, obviously we haven't been able to wrestle. And uh, promos have just been, you know, the only way that we can really get ourselves over without actually being on shows, per se. Um, and so far, hopefully it stays this way, it's been going pretty well. <laughs> it's been going decently. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Manival? Uh, so the question was, how does it affect you, right? Well, it says, well, the question was, how much do social media affects new up-and-coming wrestlers <laughs> nowadays? There could be right. a couple of commas in there somewhere, but yeah. Cool. So it's, it's like, I wouldn't say how it affects you. I think it's how it enables you. Because mm -hmm. it's, without being able to wrestle or, or, or have like a live show or anything with that, it's like what Matt was just touching on there was um, building a world. It's, I mean, we're brand new. Let's, let's not like beat about the bush here. Nobody knows who we are. And so the only way to get a name out there and sort of invite people into these characters is through social media. So it's like you've had to like all the stuff we were doing in training almost got thrown out, well, not thrown out the window, but put to the wayside. And it's like, right, you've got to now introduce these characters. Now the real hard work begins. And social media was the, oops, the biggest platform that we had available for that. So we just had to baptize with fire, dive right in. Absolutely. I mean, it, I think it's it's very fitting that you come from Joe Henry School because he's very much, I mean, he's a fantastic wrestler. That's absolutely a fact. But the fact that he got his start really was through the character work. He does the songs, he does everything like that. Was um, just to divert, div, like divert from that for a second. Uh, was that something that he tried to instill in you when all this lockdown was happening? Was get your name out, get your character out, and then uh, once you can start training again, we'll get we'll get the rest sorted kind of thing. Uh, anyone? Yeah, 100%. Oh, you go first, Matt, on you. Oh, no, okay. Uh, I was going to say 100%. Um, I don't want to divulge too much about Joe's training and his approach to stuff or anything like that, but um, it was definitely a big point of, this is your, it, it was all about, so the, the positive aspect of this, this is a negative thing for most people. How do you turn this into your positive? What, what do you have control of and what can you do? And the hard part of that was, right we've got to work on these characters who who are you what what does that look like and how do you present that essentially in an online way i mean everyone's been thinking about how they're going to be presenting their characters in a live show and then boom gone you don't have that for the foreseeable future and joe was a massive proponent in getting us to think about how do you present yourself online and and build that character and build that world and how to kind of engage with an audience 
online. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's the best way for it. Uh, so continue with Daniel's questions here. He's got, how do you find training at your school? Anyone wants to jump in? I hate the guys. <laughs> um, so so far, I think the biggest thing I've found since uh, since starting training is is the the gymnastics side of things. Flinging yourself at the floor and yeah. doing like a diving forward roll. When I so now I'm I'm, I'm 31, um, and obviously when we started training earlier this year, at 31 I shouldn't be able to to, to flip myself over my own head. But I can now. Um, so it's uh, <laughs> strange things that my body, I didn't think, could do. Uh, but it's learning pretty quickly. Excellent. Anyone else? Uh, I'd have to say, like, from starting training, it's uh, given me a whole new level of respect to what people were doing before and, and how they get to that, that physical conditioning. Because, like, like, the other guys, I've done sports in, in other aspects. But when it comes to that conditioning and that resilience that you need, it was like a totally, it was a new level that I'll admit for the first session, I was not ready for. It totally blew my mind about what was going to be, not expected. I knew it was kind of what was going to be expected, but how that would feel. It, uh, for anyone who's thinking, oh yeah, I want to get into this. Whatever you think, oh, is this going to be hard? It's harder. <laughs> so just to prepare you. So Fletch, you you've got youth on your side in this panel. Uh, so, so did you find <laughs> yeah. that to be an advantage at all? Um, I mean, yeah. Although I, I personally have been training for what will be a is uh, what will be three years when it gets to February. It will be three years since I started training. I think it would have been uh, uh, probably. <laughs> um, and since then. Um, I've just both grown uh, as a person, uh, both mentally and physically. That's what wrestling does to you. <laughs> um, um, as for the actual training and all that, like it's uh, Jamie uh, Manival put it perfectly. Like uh, he put it perfectly. If you think it's hard. <sighs> way harder <laughs> but you get used to it eventually <laughs> maybe the young ones do <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i might just be saying that for myself <laughs> yeah. so so daniel's last question that he, he put through is we've got one that's kind of similar and it's kind of a big question so we'll leave it towards the end so we'll go to to brody adler next who, who of course has had uh, run-ins with most of you during our tournaments uh during that time uh, just due to witchingness i think that's the kind of description we can call it that um she's sent through a similar strange question uh she's put where would a giraffe wear a bow tie scarf and collar with a tie would it be like under the chin or would it be at the bottom of the neck <laughs> i didn't if see anyone that. wants to take, take a stab at that so i would say it depends on the type of giraffe or, or what the giraffe is feeling at the time maybe they're actually like you know quite keen on their neck maybe they want to show that off and they don't want it like they want to bring the, you know, the attention lower. So they might wear it near the bottom, and then people are like, "Oh, that's a nice neck." And then look up, and they're like, "That is a great neck." Maybe they're trying to seduce one of the other giraffes, and or maybe they're more into their face, so they have it a little bit higher, and they go, oh, "That's a nice bow tie, oh, nice face as well." That's what I would do if I was a giraffe. Any advances on that? 
<laughs> I was honestly going to say at a party. Um, <laughs> um, you mean like some sort of roll doll party with a giraffe wearing a bow tie? Um, that's, that's, uh, we've had a very serious answer so far and an amazing answer. You, you, you got to settle this then, uh, Fletch, what have we got? I need to reread this. Wear with a giraffe, wear a bow tie, scarf, and collar with a tie. Oh. <laughs> I'll be honest, I would have said something similar to what Matt said. <laughs> oh, really? I was thinking, like, where would they wear it on their neck? But when it was Matt said at a party, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yes, um, I would say, like, wear geographically, they would, <laughs> they would wear them, you know, uh, going out for something to eat. I don't know. Going to the net. Going to like uh, going to one of the big trees. Going to the theater. A yeah. the giraffe theater. <laughs> um, wear on their body. I wouldn't say a way way up at their head. I would say you know, at the bottom of their neck. I don't know what why I did that. That's awfully. Sorry, right. I'm sure someone won't give it and uh, use it forevermore. <laughs> well, I guarantee that'll be the case. <laughs> um, so uh, Brody finished with uh, with a wrestling question, which I know it's a wrestling podcast. We should really do some wrestling questions. Uh, she's put dream matches of any wrestler, live or dead. Uh, why and what stipulations? So fastest talk first. What ourselves or like? Yeah, yeah. Who would you who would you want to face? Oh um, right, okay, okay. I'll let these guys go first. Christian. Oh nice. For me, growing up, I was a big fan of Christian, a big fan of Matt Hardy. Always a fan of the uh, the, the lesser uh, star of a tag team. Um, and obviously, Jeff, kind of, uh, when they first started, was bigger than Matt. Um, but when Christian went to TNA, that, for me, was more significant than Kurt Angle going to TNA. Um, and I would just think you could just have any sort of match with Christian, and you know it would be solid. Yeah, he's famed for his stamina as well, so you'd uh, you'd uh, have to have your working boots on. Yeah, anyone else? I'd say a dream match for me has and always will be. I know, like people always choose their you know favorite wrestlers of all time, so I will stick with that. I'll say Shawn Michaels. Like I just think, like I just and as for a stipulation, just a. Uh, dog standard one-on-one match <laughs> um just you know i just think because sean michaels his in-ring ability is just like just unbelievable and i think i could learn a thing or two from a match with him i know he's like not as uh able in ring as he was in his prime but if if i had to ch- if i would have the choice i would choose Shawn Michaels in his prime versus Big Red Fletch Cassidy, bog standard one on one match. Just, I, I it would Nothing be a fancy, massive just learning up singles. Yeah. Just, it would be a massive learning experience. <laughs> and finally, well, you, you, uh, Mr. Manaville, you said you're you're the managerial side, so we can we can turn this on on the head a little bit and just say, uh, if you had to manage someone, uh, what would be your dream person the to dream manage? Would be mankind. Circa sort of 96, 97. Basically, I want to be Paul Bearer. <laughs> like, I want to be him at that time. It was 
like for personal reasons, he was the sort of guy that um, we'll probably get into into later on. But the re- and the reason for that is he has influenced pretty much a lot of my decisions in terms of creativity with that. Uh, but we can get into it later. Um, in terms of the stipulation, if I was to be managing for a match, it's got to be either a buried alive or just a straight up no disqualification. It's got to be something absolutely mental that he would. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why I can I can imagine this though. I can see you'd manage someone in a kennel from hell match. I mean, I don't know why it pops into my mind, but I just think that would be. I can't, they've only had one, and I think that's a, a crying shame. Yeah, I need need more of them. Um, so we've got Bryce uh, Kitcher. I hope I've said that right. He's put, "Hey guys, who are your favourite wrestlers growing up? Uh, do you use these as influences for your characters, or do you draw that from someone else?" So uh, favourite influence. Do you want to go, uh, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Um, for, for me, I mean, obviously, I've already mentioned Christian, Matt Hardy, people like that. Um, I was a huge fan of Nigel McGuinness. Um, my first ever live show was was Ring of Honor's first show, and him, Daniel Bryan, pure title unification. And uh, I got to, I just remember meeting him um, after and being like, you are the biggest man I have ever seen um, in, in, in the flesh. And at that point, I think I was I was. 17, 16, 17, and already I was pretty tall. I still remember looking up at uh, Nigel McGuinness. And um, I think from there, I've taken uh, aspects um, with, with with certain nameage, um, and, and that kind of reflects that. Yeah, uh, Fletch? Favourites growing up. I swell, growing up. <laughs> still I'm in still that <laughs> yeah. Um I mean growing up, I mean I've what I've been watching wrestling since before I was even two years old at WrestleMania twenty was my first show. Um <laughs> you may just feel all old. So. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so I would say, you know, you've got your triple H, definitely, the long hair. Was just, I don't know why he shaved it. Um, he's just, uh, he still is one of my favorites of all time. He was like my first ever favorite wrestler. Um, I mean, then I started, you know, with Shawn Michaels and everything. But then there's like, I was a really big fan of the big show growing up. Really big fan. Um, no real reason. Big I just fan. really, I, what? Said big fan. <laughs> big fan of, yes <laughs> um, um, I can't really think of others I mean I've been a big a big fan of a lot of people from like even before I was born sorry for making you feel old again the Attitude Era <laughs> um, I'm a massive fan of a lot like Stone Cold Steve Austin he is my, I would say, second favourite of all time. Um, I do take, a, well, I would say, I take a fair bit of influence from my favourites. But most of the people I take influence from are like, you know, just current wrestlers, more current wrestlers, like, um, who would be a good idea? Oh, I say current. Kane would be one. He's not current. He's the mayor now. He's a mayor now, so it's not current. Um, he's probably one of the biggest influences I have Daniel Bryan's another one, there you go 
<laughs> Daniel Bryan. Promo style be like a bit of Bray Wyatt, bit of, of that kind of go. thing. Yeah, well. I was I was just I was just about to say Bray Wyatt as well. Bray Wyatt specifically, uh, like as he was transitioning to the Fiend, sort of not like well, sort of before the Firefly Funhouse stuff, like but just before that, and like when he was you know the Wyatt family guy. Um, yeah, I take my promo style mostly from him. I would say. Um, because I feel like he is and still is one of the best promo guys in wrestling, like ever. I would say, I would go as far to say that, and I just take you know bits and pieces from his. Well, not bits and pieces. I take influence from his promos as much as I can. Mankind as well, like Jamie said, his promos. Mick Foley's in general, his promos just. Second to none, like they're just unbelievable, and I, I, it's just I would say that I take a lot of like you know my voices. No, I say voices. Uh, a lot of my um, what's the nuances, word? nuances, or yeah, there you go. Um, reflections. Yeah, I take a lot of that from him, from Mick, um, and yeah, <laughs> just. Um, so, so for questions, anything about wrestling, I'm just, again, I'm assuming it's going to be managers for you. Uh, Manavilla, yeah, not necessarily. No, okay. No, no. Like uh, to be honest, a lot of the managers I, I, I like. Um, it's it's the aesthetic and the choices, the character choices that I tend to to go for. So in terms of, I think being the older one, so I'm 32, and the characters that I. I don't know what it says about like an eight, nine-year-old thinking this is so cool. But again, it was the Mankinds, it was the Canes, it was the uh, Undertakers and the Brood. Like that sort of thing I was, I was drawn to as a, as a nine-year-old, which is, I think, quite odd because you're like, oh, those are like the more sort of scary guys. Um, but those are the ones that sort of influenced the decisions that I'm making just now. And I know that people go to their, their childhood and, and that sort of nostalgic feeling and, and generally maybe try to recreate that. And um, yeah, I'd say those are the ones that, I'm, I mean, Fletch, you've covered Mankind and, and Kane quite for a bit, so I don't want to run over uh, that old ground again. Um, but what I want to try with, uh, so I, I, you take that, uh, the, the Mankinds and all that, and what I want to try and ingest with um, Mr. Manival is this feeling of... Um, sort of mischievous and a bit of fun but uh in almost like a rob zombie house of a thousand corpses type way and how do you how do you marry those those two together but in terms of the favorite wrestlers it's it's those guys there the mankind kane undertaker and it's it's got to be the rock as well like you don't go into wrestling without seeing the rock and going he is the coolest guy and just owning everything and i could also see uh when fletch is going on about the the Bray Wyatt just before the Firefly Funhouse, but from your promos, I can definitely see the the Firefly Funhouse bit of it, the uneasiness, the fun-loving, but there's just a little undercurrent of yeah. of uneasiness as well. I would never try to even say that I'm on the even remotely <laughs> the same sort of plane as Bray Wyatt and what he's doing with that stuff because, like, no one else from wrestling is doing anything like that. People care like people lost their minds when it came out because like they hadn't seen this kind of stuff before. It was it was that attention to detail and making them feel uneasy. And you could show that to a non-wrestling fan 
and they'd be like, what is that? They are genuinely interested in that. So if, I'm, if you even put me in that comparison, then thank you. Uh, I'm sure we'll dive into that again in our, in our probably her one-on-one interview uh, in the future. Um, got a couple more weird ones. So uh, Bryce has, has got, uh, would you rather fight 100 Rey Mysterio-sized Kali's or one Kali-sized Rey Mysterio? I mean, between question, either of them, there's at least one knee. So, but clearly, yeah. the many, many Kali's. That's a lot of like, think of that guy smashing at your knee. Especially yeah, yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of chops. You know how quickly he moves? I could deal with a hundred. A hundred? Yeah. You could deal with a hundred of them. A hundred. Or one massive Rey Mysterio. Exactly. I would take the massive Rey Mysterio. Absolutely. I can see both sides of this. Yeah, I mean, you can, if 100, I mean, you've got to remember, this is Great Kali who took about 10 hours to walk to the ring. I mean, he's not the quickest yeah. moving. Imagine yeah. that as, well, Rey Mysterio's not that quick anymore, but you could imagine a Kali sized Rey Mysterio doing a 619. That would just be. Yeah. 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 it'd be terrifying but you've only got one guy to think of a hundred you've got a hundred of these guys if you're dealing with one is a big that, number that is a big number I think you're underestimating the, the volume of number one hundred the other weird one we've got uh, outside of the dinosaur question which we'll get to uh, is out of the three of you who could last three minutes with Bonesaw Bonesaw three minutes of playing time <laughs> three minutes uh I, not me. First of all, uh, oh, this is, I. You know what? Sorry, sorry, Matt. I'm gonna go with Fletch. <laughs> what? I think me uh, and Mr. McGraw could have a have a good. Define the vibe. Well, you just got to get through three minutes. I mean, uh, if you beat him within one, then you only get a third of the the prize money. This has already been documented. Yeah, a draw. <laughs> Major Matt Wolf would be decimated in 30, less than that. <laughs> Probably wouldn't get to the ring. I have Chester. I could just whack, whack Mr. McGraw with the with Chester and he'd be done. There. Don't even need the three minutes. Give me 10 seconds. <laughs> like I say, the three, if you don't last the three minutes, you're getting a portion of the, of the prize money. So bear that in mind. Uh, we've also <laughs> got uh, Johnny Reeves, again, with the oddest things, which is maybe super <laughs> easy to read. Would you rather have toes where your fingers should be or fingers where your toes should be? Fingers, uh, fingers where your toes should be. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like yeah. I look too much like a monkey. Just oh, right. yeah, but think oh, well, you get thumbs, so you get thumbs. Are we, are we assuming, yeah. I'm assuming we're getting thumbs here if we're doing that. Yeah, so we'd be having trees and doing all sorts if we have toes, we'd be useless. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Just, just makes, oh, oh, we've lost Fletch. We'll come we back. We sure, knew he couldn't last three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll we'll go with the dinosaur question and see if he come, uh, comes back in the meantime. So, uh, of course, our long time... So that, that, that uh, bone saw question was from Kevin Williams. He's also asked his standard question. He just put a gif, but I know what it is. Is uh, who's your favorite? Well, what's your favorite dinosaur? Crocodile. Uh, it's still going. Like it's prehistoric and it's still here. Survival of the fittest. Correct. Oh, crocodile. I mean that. Yeah, mine's. Uh, I like the pterodactyl. Oh, you know that? No, that's a lie. Uh, I like this uh, 
because of the the dispute amongst the name for it. But uh, I've been told it's pronounced Diplodocus, but I've also been told it's Diplodocus. I'll go. I go Diplodocus. Um, yeah. Personally, Fletch is back. I yeah, my laptop ran out on me. I hate the thing. Like, oh, I I mean the charger's broke, so I couldn't charge it. So now I'm on my phone, so it'll be a lot more portable. Hashtag pray for laptop. Uh, I know it's not even mine; it's my dad's. <laughs> um, uh, like, because so, mine is slower. So we've asked, "What's your favourite dinosaur?" We've we've got crocodile, Diplodocus. Uh, I'll go for the. Whew, I don't know. Um, hmm. We've had some interesting okay. answers in the past, including Rex from Toy Story. Uh, Barney. That's my answer. That is my Barney. answer. Barney. <laughs> yeah, so we've had. I'm sure we've had Barney. Um, we've we've had um, the ones from Land Before Time. We've we've had some very strange answers, but uh, yeah, okay. Never vote for Rex. So while we still got you, then we'll 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 just dive into the the big the thing I worked on the most. Actually, no, we've got one more question uh -huh. on uh, Twitter, uh, which I think needs to be answered. Is from the Supreme Ryan Richards. Uh, he just oh. How does it feel to have the privilege of attending the same wrestling school as a Supreme? My Jip actually, says it all. Don't even answer that guy. We don't don't even give him a response. No, we'll just it. wait. We could say. I've said it before. I've, I'll say it again. The Supreme looks up to the major. I, I won't even tag him in. He'll have to watch it and find out the answers. So that's that's the. So I can at least get hit out of it. Everyone, looks up to the everyone, everyone has to. <laughs> so our, our big segment is uh, the the hotly anticipated. If you don't Joe me by now, which is this is why I don't sing. Uh, we've got I've got a little quiz. So I don't know how you want to do it. If you want to to write down your answers, and we'll do the answers at the end, or if you just want to shout out, uh, first person who gets it gets the point. I will leave that to you guys. What would you prefer to do? I think we're doing a podcast. I think we should use our voices. Okay. Cool. We have voices we can shout. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I've got uh, five questions. Some have multiple point answers and bonus uh, points as well. I try to keep it as simple as possible because I've got to try and keep track of it. So uh, let's go with it. So this is uh, a quiz about your head trainer, Joe Hendry. Yes. I've got five questions. Um, first one to shout out gets a point and uh, as easy as that. Uh, I thought of the title before I thought of the concept as you can probably tell. So first question number one, Joe won his first championship in 2014, the SWA Laird of the Ring title by defeating which Scottish wrestler? It's not it's a good great start. podcast content. I know it's not, it's not a good start. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. if, if we're going to go along, I might have to start giving you clues. Yeah, please clues, do. Clues would be good. Okay. That would, that would be a good a good. You should thing. have really written down clues. So, I'll give this off the top of my head. So, uh, a former... Give us see. their initials. <laughs> no, no, that's too easy. Uh, he often calls himself Scotland's best professional wrestler. Uh, he's the king of chat. Uh, he is just justice. He Jackie is... Polo. There we go. One point, Fletch. This is this could go terribly. Thank you. 
Hey. Right. <laughs> uh, so question two. This is probably the first and last time we do a quiz. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hendry appeared on the ITV revival of World of Sport Wrestling. He did. Who is his first televised opponent for the promotion? I don't think he's told us this yet. So how would we know? He hasn't. <laughs> did you not That's watch World of Sport at the time? It was, it was incredible. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, no. I watched it. Alright, so clues. Uh, he was the sport at the time was the WOS wrestling champion. Probably a really good hint. Yeah, it's a, it's a really. That's, that's what would be Justin Sizen then. Who 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 won the title first? Oh no, that's that's not the same thing because uh, who won the title first was on the TV, ITV special where there was two champions. Uh, so no, this is the actual. Uh, Television revival. So it's not Justin Sizem. He was the uh, the the champion. That ended the promotion. I don't know if that was his uh, fault or not, but uh, he was I the last it was one. Only one champ. <laughs> so who did Justin Sizem beat? Are you uh, you're testing uh, my memory here, Billy? <laughs> that's why it's a quiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give me a so, second. I'll look something up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, let's think, think of clues off the top of my head. Um, if you're a fan of Discovery Wrestling, he faced uh, the now Killian Dane in a last man standing match. Um, he uh, is part of the personification of destruction. Uh, I know now. That's me on two points. Rampage Brown. There we go. Two points. Rampage <laughs> Brown. The Rampage Come on, Brown. Guys. People listening to this and going, who are these clowns? <laughs> so many. Uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm really. Well, we should be fine towards the end. The last three questions are are the easier ones. The ones I didn't have to look up. <laughs> We're, sorry, Joe? Joe. We're sorry, Joe. We're sorry, Joe. What is the name of Joe Hendry's band? Oh, I played with them. <laughs> hey, this is this is on years ago. It this turns out I played with them. Oh, what was their name? They were, it's this something. Me and Matt can just sit back and watch this. <laughs> just, just watch. watch no. Matt accepted no points in this round. It's fine. <laughs> it's this something. It's, it's, I know they've got like a song about burning. Oh. I mean, it's usually some of their songs are on Spotify. Um, yeah. I mean, earlier before, uh, I mean, okay, so, also... so they were called the Dials. They were called the Dials. Okay, that's not what and I then thought. they changed. No, no, they changed their name afterwards. Okay. But I played. The name before. that they changed it to is the one you need to get. Yes, yeah, yeah I know. And I'm thinking, what was the name? <laughs> they had that song and they changed it. Well, earlier Fletch lost uh, his video, but he also was lost in an audio. Lost there in we audio. go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> My lord, that was bringing us. Oh, I'm, I'm very scared about the bonus point, which was name the lost in audio track used as his entrance theme initially. Was it Burn it on or something. No, I'm, I'm not even going to just wait. I'm, I'm just go. It was Angeline. So we'll just Fine. move on from there. Sorry, sorry, Joe. We've, sorry. we've got this one. This, 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 this is going to be it. Everyone's going to get this one. Who is Joe Henry's tag team partner in Impact Wrestling? Oh, it's Grado. Grado. Yes. Okay. I was going to say Dalton, but it's like, no, shut up. <laughs> that's Ring of Honor, Jim. Yeah, that's Ring of Honor. Bonus point for uh, the, his valet, Katie Lee Birchall. I'll give you that. It was Katrina, but uh, Katrina. But I'll give you that one. Cool, right? So everyone's got a point board. Sibling. Oh, um. oh and, it, and it, it was always rumored, but it, they never actually did anything to suggest it. Which... 
I, I make I sound like that I'm I'm going off the stream, but no, I don't. I didn't want to see it. Right, anyway. Uh, and the final question. This has got six points on offer, so everyone's oh. in 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 the game. <laughs> so, to play. so whoever gets it right wins. Well, there, there's six answers, so whoever gets them, oh, okay. it's one point right. each. In 2014, which is where I've seemed to be stuck in my research here, uh, Joe Hendry oh. made two appearances in WWE in segments with WWE superstars. Name the WWE superstars. One point for each name. So I'm a Rosebuds. Adam Rose and Rusev. That's two for Fletch. Adam Rose, Rusev. Or Miro, sorry. Miro, yeah. So there was also uh, one, two, three, four more WWE yeah, superstars what? and managers involved in these segments. <gasps> I'm trying to remember the photo. There was a photo that came out with all of them together. And there was. I mean, who would you generally find with Rusev? Lana. Well, it's La Lana. Oh, yeah. There we go. Damn it. Then there's the Rosebuds. <laughs> yeah, was gonna, and the Rosebuds. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Not, no, 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 I'm not counting the Rosebuds. They're, they're, they're <laughs> a different entity. Um, so who uh, who was part of that segment with Adam Rose on the Rosebuds? There was, uh, Joe was one of the Rosebuds. Uh, he got uh, he got accosted by. Oh, Joe's going to just Someone. just tear you he apart. Is, <laughs> he is going to absolutely hate. That is why when you asked him, "Oh, could you maybe send something?" He's like, "No, <laughs> not for you guys." <laughs> why right, do you want, set up this quiz, Billy? Do, do you want me to put you out of your misery? I mean, Fletch has won. He's got five points. So I mean, uh -huh. yeah, let's give it to him. Just give it to him. There's, I mean, you could. Uh, Mr. Manville, uh, no, Matt, Matt could actually pull back if he got all three. But um, so I'll just tell you your misery. During the segment with uh, Jack, uh, sorry, with Adam Rose and the Rosebuds, he was attacked by Jack Swagger. Jack was. Swagger was accompanied by Zeb Coulter. Yes. There we go. That's just two more. During the segment with Rusev and Lana and Lionheart, but I wouldn't, again, wouldn't have accepted that as an answer. Um, the segment ended when it was interrupted by the former United States champion at the time, Seamus. And the look he, was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> so that's the, the first and last edition of If You Don't Joe Me By Now. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to do a quiz section ever again because that is when... But still, Fletch has won. Fletch Cast is one with five points. And second place is Major Matt Wolf with two. And Mr. Manival ends with I'm getting one. sick of that uh, finishing position now. <laughs> I can only do so many second places to Big Fletch. So not only <laughs> is, is, is he our, uh, our Twitter champion, I can't remember the name of the tournament, what do they call it? Survivor Series. Survivor, uh, Survivor Series. Series winner. Uh, he's also the winner of the, the inaugural and final If You Don't Joe Me By Now. That win. I'm so sorry, Billy. That was... I, I was so like, sorry. oh, there's no lost in audio. That'll be fine. I uh, would have done my research. <laughs> the Grado one, I mean, the, yeah, anyway, yeah, the, the first two were the hardest ones because the ones did research on and then about, about yesterday. Well, like, uh, well. I need to do three more. I'll just they? write them down. I mean, really the hardest like four years old when that happened. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was very young, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so next, uh, next session will be uh, the history of Joe Hendry and uh, he will be. <laughs> Uh, showing off uh, all of his, his championship accomplishments and who he's done and what he's done and who he's done, not who he's done. Definitely oh. not that. That's a, that'll be a list that we can get released. Um, okay, okay, so well, that's yeah. 
I don't know. That's that's one of those things you don't know what to say afterwards. Um, okay, <laughs> so like moments. like like I said several times, we're going to do big individual episodes with you. So um, this might be one of the shorter episodes. We'll do the 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 social media plugs. Um, actually, no. There was there was one question before we could do all that that I didn't I skipped because oh, it was asked by Daniel Cherry and Bryce. Uh, pretty much the same one. It's what it's like being a wrestling trainee during the pandemic, and how do you see wrestling um, going after the pandemic is is subsided or or over? Hopefully. Oh. Uh, <laughs> how's it been? How's it for a trainee? Uh, let's answer it for like. There's two questions in that. Uh, first one, what's it like? Uh, one, it's crap. <laughs> because you can't actually go to training most of the time. Uh, we're doing either a lot of it online. But on the other hand, it's again taking the... Not focusing on the negatives, focusing on the positives. What can you learn? What can you do for your character? How can you get yourself over? Or what are the ways that could potentially get yourself over? Things like giving the platform, such as yourself, for this. So you've got to put yourself out there to do so you can do quizzes that you'll do abysmally at. And... Uh, get yourself out there on Twitter so yeah it's it's hard but I think it's it's not as hard as it you know as it possibly could have been without without these opportunities okay yeah uh, anyone else for me it's very much um we expected one thing like uh <laughs> you kind of get in and think you'll you'll train for however long and then when you're told you're ready there'll be a show or a series of shows or someone might want you um and then finding that actually there's nothing on um to have to, to, to be picked for and so well, what as jamie said you know you sort of push yourself out there in in any way you can and um you know i think wrestling it's probably going to be like this for a little while it doesn't look like 2020 is really going to end until 2022 um so it, it's what can be done. I think wrestling's always gone through these stages where you maybe go through more of a, a, a realistic shoot phase and then you move back into more heavy set character work. And I think lockdown is, is showing, especially for us, we've had to push characters quite a lot. And I think you're going to start seeing that in, in the other areas of wrestling. Look at how WWE, WWE's writing has already been. Um, I think most of us are going to say the writing has improved um, somewhat. Um, across across lockdown because you're having to push character again and sort of take it back to what got you into wrestling as an eight or nine year old you know those big characters that, that grab the attention first and i think we're seeing a return to that excellent anything to add Fletch? um i mean the the guys put it perfectly just uh as a, a trainee and with all the lockdown and the Rona, um, it's. I mean, we've we're doing what we're able to do. Not that we're able to do very much. Um, we were back uh, at um, training, obviously social distance and all that for a little bit. But then the lock, the two week lockdown thing happened, and I have a feeling that's going to go on for even longer. So who knows when we'll be back at training at this point. Uh, or even back wrestling. So I think it's just promos from here uh, until God knows when. <laughs> but I'm not complaining. Cool. So we're going to go for our big finish, which was suggested just today uh, as of recording. Um, I had to make, make uh, my vault familiar with uh, the Backstreet Boys portion of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, there's four of us. 
So, as the host, I will kick this off. Um, we've got four. Everyone familiar with the lines of the first verse of Backstreet Boys? I went that way just yes. before me. Excellent. Um, we'll go myself. Who wants to go second? I'll, I'll give you a choice, and then we'll work our way down there. Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, so we'll work d- down the way. So, be Fletch, and then it'll be Manville, and then Matt uh, to to bring it up. And then I will it's play. A pi- it's a pity that um, it's on my phone now because now I now I can only see you, Billy. I can't see anyone else. I was going to say you've also chosen <laughs> the one line that I don't really know. <laughs> I know you... the first two. That's practically beforehand. You've, and now you've got the last one. You're, you're. Oh no, I know you're. Oh, you don't. Yeah, yeah, you've got. You've got the hardest one. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll work it out. Right. So and then uh, I will do the tell me why's and we'll you guys can take from there uh, if you know the rest of the chorus. I would have done vocal warm-ups if I had known that we were actually going to do this. I know, you thought it was just a threat, but no, no, this is happening. This is, this is our big uh, finale before the, the... I mean, knowing our luck, I'll do the first line and Zoom Eaton will go, right, that's it, 40 minutes out. So, Fingers crossed. we're all ready. Has it not been the 40 already? I don't know, it's still recording, so I'm just going to assume it's working, so we're just going to... Cool. Right, okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> or the old uh, Steve Austin... <laughs> you are my fire. Jamie. This audio is gone. That's perfect timing. No, but the video is still going, so anyone on YouTube is going to love this. I know, and I would just look like an idiot. Uh, Flash, yeah. can you can, can I can you speak? Hello. 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 Yeah, your audio disappeared. Right, okay, we're going to try again. One more time. Take two. Uh, it's really <laughs> going wrong for me, isn't it? Yeah. People's going to hear me sing twice now. Uh, you are my fire. The one desire. Manable. 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 Believe when I say... Ooh. I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. All you guys. I never want to hear you say. Woo! I want it that way. Chills, Perfect. literal chills. Oh, um, okay, where can we Be find you? Where can we find you on social media? We'll start you, Matt. Uh, so, Major Matt Wolf on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Manable. Uh, it'll be Manable Mister on Twitter and Mister Manable on Instagram and TikTok. You can unfollow me there after that. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> and finally, Fletch. Um, I think it's on. It's the same on everything. I think it's Big Red F Cassidy on everything. But I will be adding the word Backstreet to that after today. Just a heads up. <laughs> so I think that's that's completed the strangest episode. I don't know what we're going to call this. I was going to call it the Edinburgh Wrestling Roundtable, but we can't call it that uh, because uh, that's that's that, that's, out, that's out of the question now. <laughs> that that suggests the shambles. <laughs> the shambles. <laughs> the shambles. <laughs> The one that may not make it. <laughs> the one that I'll quietly put out. <laughs> Just not, not tell anyone. 
but that's wonderful. Thank you very much for, for at least humoring me with uh, the, the worst quiz ever and uh, the, the Backstreet Boy ending. <laughs> no, and I look it wasn't to... the worst, it was the best. It was the best, not yeah, the worst. <laughs> okay, well, that's your words. And uh, we'll look forward to getting individual episodes with you guys in the future. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a lot more serious fun then. We'll, we'll, we'll speak wrestling <laughs> yeah. and, and probably cartoons, except with Fletch, because <laughs> I, I won't have known any of the cartoons that you watched, but at least there are guys in the same age. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much. We'll, we'll a brief pause when I hit stop record, which is something I should stop saying, but you know, this is the Shambles episode, so well, I'll say it. And then we'll have a... Uh, a wee debrief and cringe our own singing. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks Cheers, much, thank bro. you very much for having us. Thank you very much.